All right. Good morning, everybody. Can everybody can everybody hear me okay in the back? All right. So if for some reason, if I my voice trails off, you didn't catch what I said, just shoot your hand up in the back and I'll go back a sentence or two and uh, kind of repeat. So um, anyway, so hope you're all doing good this morning. I'm just uh, grateful we didn't have to drive in snow and ice to get here. A little bit of rain's good. We all need some rain. So uh, it's good to be Saturday. You know, a lot of us are working, but it's relaxing. It's a lot of fun. This is a great, great conference. So you're going to see some really cool stuff here this morning. So uh, all of us vendors, we're glad you're here. And it's kind of neat to see what's new in the technology just to help the people be more independent. So a uh, little background. Uh, my name is John Wolf. I've done low vision for about 22, almost 23 years now. And uh, probably do it about 60 hours a week. I think I got home about 7.30 last night, got up at a quarter to six this morning, and just you go and go and go and go. But I, I absolutely love it. It's very gratifying. It's very fulfilling just uh, coming alongside and helping people. So um, have a lot of uh, neat technology. And I get excited because, you know, all of us in the room, we could be uh, stockbrokers, nurses, um, insurance agents, you know, whatever, and that's all great because you're helping people, but I really find it very gratifying because you're helping people with something as important as their eyesight. So um, most of the people I work with every day, there's literally over 100 different eye conditions, and uh, most people I work with every day, the average age is probably 82 to 88 years old. I just helped out a lady yesterday afternoon. She's 91. Um, the oldest person I helped was about uh, probably six or seven years ago. She holds a record 102. And what's cool, the first time I helped her was 10 years earlier when she was 92. And I think the youngest person I helped was probably probably about eight or nine years ago, a little girl, and she was around four or five years old. I don't remember. I just know that she was at the age where mom and dad would point on her CCTV what was that a diagram of was that a uh, circle or was that a square so she was learning objects is that a square a circle a line a, you know that kind of a thing so uh but it's really neat because the people i work with every day they want to be independent they want to sit down and they want to read the morning newspaper a magazine article their mail bank statement tv guide their bible photographs that kind of thing and they want to do it on their own and they don't have to rely on their husband or their wife or the grandkids or neighbor or friend down the hall or, you know, across the street, the retirement home, that kind of thing. So they want to be independent and just retain their freedom. They want to be able to keep doing things independently on their own. So that's where the people get excited. I always tell people I'm very honest. You know, I'm knowledgeable and, you know, I just spend a lot of time with my people. But I tell people up front, you really don't need in this technology because all of us are, you know, surrounded by loved ones, friends, family, neighbors. They could read stuff to us, right? We all know that. But after, a, you know, one to three months, people say, hey, you know what? My, my husband, my wife, they've been great. My grandkids, my neighbor, they've been great reading this stuff to me. But I'd like to get to a point where I'd like to be able to do things on my own again. And that's where they get excited when they see the technology. So I have a lot of different systems. Um, I brought one device here for the workshop this morning. Then I've got other devices in the big room next door. So I've got, if you break down 
low vision technology kind of break down most forms of transportation or cars or motorcycles. You know, yeah, we have planes and buses and trains and all that. But most of us around town, around L.A., people are using for transportation most of the time either a car or a motorcycle. Same thing for technology, for the vision impaired. We've got all kinds of technology, but most of it is in the category of either portable systems like a motorcycle or desktop systems like a car. So I help out a lot of people with the portable systems, but people love, they're very intrigued by the idea of something that's portable. They think, hey, I can take it with me to the store, to the dentist, to the grandkids' house, to the market, that kind of thing. But in reality, most of the people I work with, if they're visually impaired, legally blind, they cannot have the visual acuity that will let them effectively, efficiently use a portable system. So... Uh, some of the criteria I'm looking for helping people with a portable system is, number one, do I have good enough visual acuity? So what I mean by that is if I can see 22, 24-point font, let's say I'm 2060, 2080 visual acuity, then I can use a portable handheld system really, really well. But in reality, most people I see every day, they're beyond that. So um, probably about 5 to 8% of the people I see every day, every day, every day, they can use a portable system really, really well. So the first thing I'm looking for, and they're looking for, obviously, is do I have good visual acuity so I can read really well with it? What I mean by that is I want to be able to see longer words. I want to look at the words compassionate, understanding, weekend, Thanksgiving, okay? Longer words, tomorrow, international. I want to be able to see longer words, not just short words like now or medium words like today. I want to see longer words. So it's not going to help me that well if I get a portable system and I can only read short or medium-length words. I want to be able to have room to see well today, but also tomorrow. Okay, so, um, and then the other thing is you want to be able to really have a true, true need for a portable system because most of the people, if we're visually impaired, we're going to have somebody take us to the store, to the market, to church, you know, to the restaurant, that kind of thing. So if they're taking me in the car to those places, they can also read stuff to me. So, you know, so the portable systems are wonderful, but I just tell people you, you probably don't need a portable system, although they're really nice. So I've got lots of different portable systems. In fact, they just came out with a brand-new portable system about a week ago, and, oh, it's it's really cool. It's just got some really neat capabilities, and uh, and it's simple and easy. It's actually a touchscreen portable handheld unit. So uh, if you want more information, I'll be over in the big room afterwards. That's called the Touch. Yep, the Optelec Touch because it's a touchscreen. So it is slick. Yes, sir. Uh, Okay, that we got all his. So, if you have a question, remind me, and I'll repeat the question. So, Robin was asking the first question: What's it called? And that's called the Compact Touch, like a touch screen. And then the gentleman was asking, "What's the cost?" And that's nine ninety five. So, I've got systems from two ninety five all the way up to roughly thirty five hundred dollars. I've got everything, almost literally from A to Z. So, um, anyway, so. Uh, so that's really, really exciting because it's simple and easy to operate, that compact touch. And it just has a lot of unique features. So, in fact, I just helped out a gentleman with it, two, two different people this week with it. So um, but that, that officially comes out next month in December. What I brought today was the Clearview Speech. And what that is, that's a desktop system 
that also has speech capability. Now, let's talk about that for a second. Most of the people I see do not need speech. And, and just to clarify, what that means is a speech system means it will take a picture of the text, turn that text, it will digitize that text, and turn that text into verbal reading it back to me. So most people I see every day, they don't really need that capability. Now, what's interesting, they spent two years, not five or eight or nine months developing the technology, they spent two years developing that software to come out with this system a few months ago. So what's nice is I thought, well, you know what, speech, that's a really nice system, but how many people will actually be interested in speech if they don't need it? In other words, 85% of my people, they don't need speech. The, where the speech comes in helpful is if I have pretty much no visual acuity, if I have a seeing-eye dog, or I, if I'm 2,400 or greater visual acuity usually, that's where speech really, really makes a difference. So 85%, 90% of my people do not need speech. However, they're also thinking, well, you know what? A lot of people still may like the speech because what's nice, if my eyes get tired 20, 30, 45 minutes later, I can tap the screen. It's a touch screen. I can tap the screen, takes a picture, reads it back to me. And it is unbelievable. So I thought, when this came out, how many of my people would really be interested in the speech? I mean, I'm guessing 20%, maybe, you know, maybe 35 or 40% will like the speech, even though they don't need it. 20, 35, maybe 40% will like the speech. I'm going to guess right now it's probably 70 to 75% of the people are getting the speech. Perfect example, this lady yesterday. Helped her out, met with her daughter, her and her daughter, and set her system up yesterday afternoon. She does not need speech. She does not need the speech. And I always tell people, I'm really honest with my clients. They, you don't, you know, sometimes, don't get me wrong, sometimes the speech really, really does make a big difference. And they'll know that. But most of the time, they don't need the speech. So to review, 85% of the people do not need the speech, but probably 70 to 75% are getting the speech. And the reason is, it's really a lot easier to have it read to me. So I can read on my own for 20 or 30 minutes. Okay, because it's nice to see photographs, do my handwriting, look at numbers and all that, and just read on my own for 20, 30, 40 minutes. But then if my eyes get tired, all I do is I, and I'll show you in a second, all I do is I simply tap the screen, takes a picture, and it turns that print, that text, into speech, and it reads it out loud to me. So it is really nice. So that's one aspect why they like it, I think. The other thing they're thinking about is, Hey, suppose my vision changes down the road, two, three, five years down the road, and I want to be able to read a lot easier because my vision's changed. Now I've got room I can grow into, and I just simply tap the screen, and it reads it to me. So it, it's just been a much, much bigger hit than I would have ever guessed. So, um, okay, so let me pause. Does anybody have any questions, uh, you know, and then we'll continue on. Yes, ma'am. All right, so the question was, do I take into account their pathology to advise them in that way? I, let me clarify, I'm not an eye doctor. I work with the retina specialist, the ophthalmologist, uh, the optometrist. I'm not, a, I'm not an eye doctor, but I do this enough where I actually, you know, meet with the eye doctors and, you know, help out their patients and all that. So uh, I'm not actually taking their pathology into account, but I'm actually taking into account what's going to functionally, practically, efficiently help them just to be independent. So... 
that's really what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm using it more of a practical, hands-on, what's going to be an efficient way to help them be independent. So, okay. Uh, yes, ma'am, in the back. Okay, so the question was, can it read columns? Yes. Okay, so, um, and what's nice, see, there's, here's an example. Let's say I get something in the mail, and let's say it's got three different columns, Okay, well, normally you'd have to wait for it. And let's say I want to just read the third column or the third article. Let's say that page has different articles on it. Okay, it's a newspaper, it's a magazine, whatever. Something came in the mail. And I really don't care about the first column or the second column. I just want to jump right to the third column. Because it's a touch screen, I don't have to wait for the first column, I don't have to wait for the second column. I can just tap the screen with my finger on the third column. Bingo. It starts reading it to me. So it's really, really cool. Yes, ma'am. Great question. Okay, and she was asking, does it only come in English or French or Spanish or whatever? Yeah, it has about, I can't remember, it's like 30, it's over 30 languages. Yes, comes with it. Yes, yeah. So, but the more popular that's already built up in front, it would be like French, German, Spanish, English, British accent. I mean, it's, it, but the nice thing is it's simple and easy to operate. Really simple. I mean, the lady per, yesterday, perfect example, 91, you know. So, um, so anyways, okay, so what I'm going to do, is, now this will be kind of a trick because when I go out and I do a talk at a low vision support group, like I was doing a talk to a support group, uh, I think it was Tuesday. Um, there was probably about 20, 23, 24 people in the group. What I'll usually do, and this is going to be a little different today, so it'll be a little bit trickier. Uh, what I'll usually do is when I do a talk, then I'll have the people come up individually, and they can sit down. I'll spend you know five or seven minutes with each person one-on-one. we got plenty of time to do that. Today is a little bit different because we probably have you know, 35 people or whatever, you know. So we're not going to have time, obviously, for everybody to come up. So what I'm going to do is, and, and you're not going to be able to understand what I'm talking about because if you're sitting five or ten feet away, you're not going to see what I'm doing. So I'm going to try and talk to you as if you're sitting right in front of me, okay? So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pretty much give, first of all, an overview on the Clearview system, and then we'll transition to the Clearview speech. So the Clearview system is a really nice CCTV, and what's nice, let me back up. Let's say somebody, I helped out somebody. In fact, here's a perfect example. I talked to a gentleman yesterday. I'm going to see him either Tuesday or Wednesday, and I helped him out, I think it was 2010 or 2009. It was about three or four years ago. Helped him out, and his vision's changed a little bit, and so now he may want to upgrade to the speech. So what's nice, the Optic Clearviews, they're upgradable. So let's say I helped out a gentleman or a lady, you know, four years ago, and their vision's changed, they can upgrade to the speech capability. So, but anyways, so now what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about what do people like, what do they appreciate about the Clearview, okay? So the Clearview comes in different sizes of screen. Uh, what's ironic is probably 85% of the people can use a 22-inch screen. But, gosh, you know, you hesitate saying somebody's going to use 90% uh, of the time a certain uh, system, but probably 9 out of 10 people get the 24-inch system. It's to the point now, off the top of my head, right this split second, I don't remember the last time I had somebody get a 22-inch system. But 85% of the people can use a 22-inch screen, but I don't remember right now 
last time I had somebody get a 22-inch system. Now, it could have been 12 days ago. I'm just not thinking of it. It could have been three and a half weeks ago. But the point is most, most, most people can use a 22-inch screen, but the vast majority like the 24-inch only because they have a little bit more room to grow into. So, again, if my vision changes down the road and I want to see longer words in two or three years, I can make the print bigger and still see the full length of longer words. Okay, so some of the things that people like on the clear view, number one, it's just one master dial. So what that means is I simply turn the dial for size or simply tap the middle of the dial to look at a photograph. So the analogy I like to use, when I come home at night, to see my bride, I simply open the door or close the door. There's nothing else to do with that front door. I have one front door. I either open it or close it. I have one master dial. So I simply turn the dial for size or tap the middle to look at a photograph. That's how simple and easy it is. The other thing that people like, it's very smooth, quiet panty motion on the table. So if I buy a really nice dining room table for my wife and I, but the chairs are uncomfortable to sit in. The chair is the most, one of the most important things of the dining room table, besides how it looks, obviously. Are the chairs comfortable? Same thing with your CCTV. How that table flows is really, really important, just like you're driving a car. How it drives is important. Yeah, it may look nice and all that, but you want the car to drive nice. You want your XY table to operate really well. The other thing people like, it has electronic brake. So let's say I'm sitting down and I'm reading something, and I want to stand up and go grab a sandwich, go make a phone call, go grab the mail. When I stand up and I bump the table, I don't want to lose my place where I was reading. So it has electronic brakes. I can simply pinch it, locks the table. I can stand up, and if I bump the table, I don't worry about losing my place where I'm reading. The other thing they like is it has a telescoping monitor, and that's really nice. So what that means is when I sit down, I normally want to be sitting about 15 to 18 inches in front of my system. So when I sit down, I don't have to pull my chair up, pull my chair up, pull my chair up to get to the right distance. I can sit down comfortably, and with the telescoping monitor, I can simply pull the screen close to me to get a comfortable distance. So it's really, really nice. Uh, the other thing that they like is I can simply raise the monitor up with one finger. It's really easy. It stays right there in that position. I can raise it up a couple inches. I can bring it down eye level. I can also swivel it left to right for my peripheral vision. So they just thought of a lot of really, really nice features. The other thing is, is it has a tracking guide. So let's say I put the water bill down on the paper. Well, up on the screen, I can see the water bill. I can see it perfectly. But when I'm looking at the document, I have no idea where am I actually looking at the document. I can see the print up on the screen. I have no idea where I'm looking at down on the paper. Okay, so let's say I know the water bill, the dollar amount due, the due date. I always know it's in the bottom right corner, it's in the top right corner, whatever. I lay the water bill down. I can see the water bill, but I have no idea where I'm looking at down on the document. I get this, this uh, it's called a location finder. I tap the button, and this red light comes on, and it shows me on my paper where I am. So it shows me two things. Number one, it shows me where I am. If I'm going to go to the top right corner and see what's the due date of the water bill, I just simply guide my red light up right up to the top right corner, and there's the due date, you know, November 22nd or whatever. So that's a really, really nice capability. Now, about 15% of my people, they cannot see that location finder, the red light, so they built in a tracking guide. 
So instead of using the red light, I simply hold that same button down for three seconds, and bam, there comes the location finder. So location finder will help about 15, the other 15% of the people. It shows them where they are and how do I get to where I want to go. So they just built in a lot of nice, easy-to-use capabilities. And again, it's, it's upgradable. So let's say I get a system three months from now, and they come out with a new capability, a new option three years from now. I'm not having to say, oh, man, I love my system, but I just heard about this new capability. You can upgrade. So that's what's really nice. So, okay, let's pause for a second. Any questions? So and it's hard. So if, if you want to know about it, just come up and see me afterwards, but I'll try to explain it again. So let's say I put an article down in the newspaper. I put it down on the table. I can see the newspaper article up on the screen. I can see a bunch of print up on the screen, but I don't know my reference point. Am I looking at the middle of that article? Am I looking at the bottom right corner of that article? Am I up on the top right corner of that article? I have no idea. I could just see a bunch of print, right? But I know, I know when I want to start reading, I want to start reading in the top left corner, right? So the location finder, I can activate it. It turns it on with the red light down on the paper, and that shows me, oh, I'm in the middle of my document. So it shows me the first thing, where am I? And then the second thing, it helps me guide up to where I want to look at. So I want to guide to the top left corner to start the article. I just guide it right up to the top left corner. If I want to guide it down to the bottom right corner and see what page number I'm on, I just guide that location finder right down to the bottom right corner. It's hard to, it's hard to comprehend because normally I'd be sitting next to you and I'd be showing you this, okay? So don't feel funny like, I don't get it, John. How, tell me again how does that work. So don't feel funny. So, okay? Yes, I am. But, I, what, but let me clarify. She asked, am I going to demonstrate it? Yes and no, because the best way to see it is when you're sitting next to me. But we've got 35 people in the room, so I can't have all 35, you know, because you'd have to be literally be, if I'm visually impaired, I need to be sitting about 18 inches away. So if I'm sitting in the first row where Robin is, Robin's not going to be able to see it, okay? So, um, so but if you want to see it more and more in detail, that's fine, and we can do that afterwards or in the other room next door. So um, you had a question also. Okay, so the question was, when I'm talking about upgrade, do I mean exchange or add to? And really be both. Okay, so if I'm, uh, if I'm upgrading, you're, let's say somebody has, you know, whatever. They, they have a, a feature that they want to get three years from now. It depends on what that feature is, so you would just get that feature. So it's however, it depends on what the feature is. So there's no exchange. There, you know what I mean? It's not like you're giving me the old one, I'm taking the, you know what I mean, so... Yes. Okay, good question. So, and she was asking, what's the difference in price between a 22-inch and a 24-inch is $200? And that's probably another reason why people are saying, hey, you know what? I can use a 22-inch perfectly fine today, but that's why people are just gravitating to the 24-inch because it's $200 difference. If it was like $450 difference, you know what? Probably, uh, you know, a lot of people are still going to get the 24-inch, but more people for sure would still get the 22-inch because that's what they can use. And I don't need to spend $450. For $200, they're saying, eh, you know. So, But I'm just really honest. You do not need the 24-inch. The 22-inch is perfectly fine for probably 95% of the people in this room or 90%. So any other questions? Toya. Trina, I, that's what I meant. I know. I've known Trina for years. You know, I was like, hello. <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Uh, 
Trina was asking, do I have a list of the actual foreign languages? Um, I, I'm not sure, Trina, but if not, I can probably get a list. So uh, I don't have a price list available at my booth, but you can go on my website. Okay. Yeah. And, and the website is iTech, E-Y-E-T-E-C-H, low vision, L-O-W, vision at, or iTechLowVision.com. So, okay. Um, any other questions? Okay. So let, I'm going to keep an eye on our time. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to shift and transition to what does the Clearview speech actually do? So, um, oh, let me back up. Also, what's nice on the Clearview, if you're reading text, a, a great test I always start off with is newspaper. A newspaper is a really good test because it's poor quality of print. It's, it's small font and it's recycled paper. So probably, I'm guessing, 25 to 40 percent of that newspaper is second generation. A newspaper is designed to be around for a few hours, a few days, then it's thrown away, recycled again. So what's nice, they built in a high contrast mode. So what's nice, if I'm looking at something poor, poor quality like a newspaper, you tap the middle of the dial, takes out that debris in the background. It clears out like 90% of it. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So what, what's nice, what you're talking about is that, let's say, see, what's interesting is black and white, we all know black and white's the best contrast, right? There's no greater contrast than black and white. However, black and white's actually fifth place of popularity, and what I mean by that is black and white, every, not everybody literally, but you know what I mean, 90% of the people love the black and white in the morning because it is the best contrast, either white on black or black and white. However, they also know that the uh, black and white's a little bit harsh, it's a little bit tiring, a little bit stark on the eyes. So what a lot of people do is they will shift over in the afternoon or the evening after dinner, they'll shift over to a different color combination that's softer, more restful, more soothing on the eye. So I don't actually tell my people or the students, you know, what, here's, here's number one choice, here's number two choice, here's number three choice. Because I had a lady about a week ago, well, she loved purple and black. Now, ironically, purple is my favorite color. But, <laughs> but most people do not really care for purple and black because it's not that soft and restful on the eyes. But that's the color combination she loved, purple and black. So, but I can go through and I can tell somebody, hey, here's number one choice, here's number two choice, here's number three choice. But it really depends on what's their favorite particular color. But what's nice, it has a built-in memory mode. So what I mean by that is for the students, if I like black and white, it saves it for me. And then I can scroll through one time or, you know, different times you know, during the week. But I can pick my other favorite color. Let's say it's blue and white. Blue and white's very soft, very soothing, very restful on the eyes. So if I want to read black and white in the morning, and then I want to transition to my blue and white in the afternoon, I simply hold this button down for three seconds. One, two, three, bam. I'm back to my blue and white. Tomorrow morning after breakfast, I want to transition back to my black and white. I don't have to tap through, tap through, tap through, tap through, and pick black and white. Hold that button down for three seconds. I'm back to black and white. So that's the thing I love about Optic. They're very, very advanced technology. But it's very simple, very easy to operate. So, okay, really good questions. Um, okay, anything else? And then we'll, we'll look at the Clearview speech. Okay, so, so here's a great example. So what we're going to do, there's an article here out of the, uh, the Wall Street Journal. And this article has actually three different articles on just half the paper. So normally I can hold open the whole 8.5 by 11 
document or I could hold open actually half the paper. Okay, I don't do that because I'm carrying it around in my bag and, you know, half the newspaper would stick out of my bag. But my point is, what's nice, it has a large XY table. I can literally lay down half the paper. But what's nice on this Clearview speech, what we're going to do is the thing that uh, people love about it is it's simple and easy to operate, but I can also take a picture of a full 8.5 by 11 document and scan that full 8.5 by 11 document. So I'm not, all, I'm not only uh, limited to just scanning what I can read on the screen, okay? And the other thing is I don't have a bunch of buttons to push and push and push and push. It's simple and easy to operate. So uh, the oldest person I helped with the Clearview speech was a few weeks ago, 92 years old, retired antique dealer. And, that's, and I met with him and his daughter. And that's how easy it is. So what I'm going to do on this, now, again, you're not going to be able to really quite understand what I'm talking about if you're sitting away from me. But if you want to see it up close, just come over to the booth afterwards. Um, but what I'm going to do, this is the Wall Street Journal. It's got three separate articles on this paper. And so now all I'm going to do, so let's pretend I just finished reading. And now I want to simply transition to the speech mode. Okay. All I do is I'm going to take one finger. Tap the screen, and it tells me what to do. And I don't have to. I don't have the machine tell me what to do because I'm going to know what to do. It's very, very intuitive. I'm just going to simply line up this document inside this box. Everybody's been able to see the box. I have not had one person yet. Now, unless somebody's totally blind, but everybody that I see with this system, they've been able to see the box. So now, what I'm going to do is simply. I line up that document, 8.5 by 11 document, inside that box. I simply tap the screen. And so now what's going to happen is it's going to take a picture. Okay, so it's got the snapshot sound. And so now what it's going to do, it's going to populate these data cells. If we think about this article, it's got pictures. It's got a drawing, a sketch of a gentleman. And it has... Um, different sizes of font. It has different font styles. So each one of those things that are segments different, different data cells, is going to populate those different data cells. So this has roughly 15 different data cells. So you understand how complex it is. That's why they spent two years developing the technology. So now, once it populates those data cells, now I can tell it. I'm in control. I'm in charge. And I can tell it what do I want it to read. If I want to read a separate part of the article, all I have to do is simply touch it with my finger, and I can start reading it right there. I don't have to wait for it to read everything else previous to that section of the article. Okay, so for instance, I put it on pause. As soon as it scans, I put it on pause, let it populate. Now all I'm going to do, if I want to read this section, what's the beauty of this system? I can simply hold my finger for four seconds. It makes the print big enough where I can see the first word of that article. I touch that article, that first word, and it does everything else for me. It starts reading it. That's how easy it is. So it's populated 16 different data cells. Okay, so now I'm going to do just simply hold my finger here, and it makes the print big enough. And now I can see, and I would touch that first word. Now, before I do that, I'm going to tell you something that's nice. It has a built-in memory mode. So it will actually let me save the speed of how fast or slow it's talking, and it saves it for me. It will also let me save the actual volume. 
Okay, do I want it a little bit louder? Do I want it a little bit softer? And once I pick what I like, the speed I like, or the volume I like, it saves it for me. It's got a built-in memory mode, which is really nice. So let me suffice that to say, when I am listening to it right now, us 35 people, some of us are going to think, oh, that's way too fast. <laughs> and some of us are going to think, that's way too slow. I'm going to fall asleep listening to it. <laughs> okay, so just understand, I'll pick a speed that's probably pretty good for most of us. What's ironic, going back to the lady yesterday, it's 91, she holds the record. She was flying. I mean, she used to read, don't quote me on this, but I want to say she was reading like one or two books a day. Now, once in a while, every three or four months, I'll, read a, I'll run across them that used to speed read, and they'd read one or two books in a week. In a week? She was reading one or two books a day. She only had the system since yesterday, but she's so used to reading, she was speeding the volume up. Like, I could listen to it and I could comprehend it, but I, me personally, even though I do this all day long, it would be too fast for me. And I'm doing this every day, every day, every day. So that's the cool thing. You can speed up really, really fast. A great analogy is my wife's from Peru. So if Trina heard my wife, Sonia, talking, Trina would say, Sonia, Sonia, whoa, slow down a little bit. But then after a few days, Trina would say, oh, okay, Sonia, go and talk faster. So it's, it's, you get used to the voice, and after a few days, you can go up a little bit faster, a week later a little bit faster, and three weeks later even faster than that. So you can really fly through a lot of documents quite quickly, actually. So what I'm going to do now is we're going to start, and so I'm going to adjust the volume, and I want to adjust the speed, okay? But what's nice, if it's at, for me at my house, once I set it, it saves it. That's how simple and easy it is. So let's, uh, so let's go louder. Let's put it on pause. Now, can everybody hear it in the back okay? Okay, perfect. Okay, and the thing is, it's very clear. It's really clear. You don't hear some fuzz in the background. I mean, it's, you know. Um, now, how does the speed sound? The speed sound okay overall? Okay, perfect. So, and again, I can personalize it to exactly what speed I personally like, okay? Now, so all I did is on the right, I can adjust the speed of how fast it reads or slow it reads, and I can also adjust the volume of how soft or loud the voice is. Once I set those two, that's it. I don't have to touch them again, okay? There's a digital button in the middle. That's my pause or play. So if I'm reading... The phone rings, somebody comes to the front door, I simply put it on pause, I come back five minutes later, and I just hit the play button, and it keeps on playing, okay? Now, what's nice, it also has a built-in menu. So I can go through, and I can pick different colors that I like for it reading to me. So I can have black and white, like right now, the high contrast mode. I can have blue and yellow, black and green. I can go through, and I have a bunch of different colors to help me reduce my eye fatigue. And again... Once I set those color combinations, it saves it for me. So it's really simple, okay? So so now, I, okay, so now Robin say, let's hear that voice again, okay? All right, so now I'm just going to hit the play button in the middle. Corporation, created by an inventor of the com, Patty's Xbox video game machine, the courier folded like a book and let users sketch and jot ideas on a touch screen. That spring... Microsoft Chief Executive Steve Ballmer told employees of Courier's Saddle Laboratory that he was pulling the plug on the device. And I just put it on pause as somebody comes to the front door. Okay? So, it's, yes. That's okay. I'm sorry? Yes. Yeah. So, it, and it's, the jury's out. Um, 
do people like this gentleman, Tom, or do they like the lady? Okay? So what I'm going to do is the bottom left corner, there's an M, and you can think of either mode or menu. Okay? So I'm just going to tap the M. And so I can select different voices. I can select different views. Okay? And I can even save documents, that kind of thing. So for voices, all I do, it tells me. And what's cool, if it picks a different language, it even changes the icons into that native language, which is really cool. And I tap it again. Okay. So what's nice... After I pick a voice, then it saves it. Now, I can even go into advanced settings, and I can pick even different voices that are English. Okay? So, like, there's a British accent. I haven't even experimented with all the different voices, but it has something like 30 or 40 languages. And the cool thing is, with software, you know, I tell my people, call me once a year. An easy way to remember it is call me at the beginning of the year, new year, new technology. Or call me in the summertime, think about 4th of July, Independence Day. I want to stay independent. I want to call John. It's been a couple of years since if I got something, I want to see what's new. So with software, I don't have the time actually to call my people and say, hey, Robin, there's something new. You know, hey, Sasha, you've had your system for a couple months. There's something new out. So with software or whatever. So I just tell people, call me once a year and check in with me. Hey, John, what's new? You know, it's been three years since I helped you, you know. So anyways, Okay. So I can go in, I can change it, and then I just come back, and I can hold my finger there again, and it makes it big where I want to make it big, okay? And I can put it on pause. So it's really intuitive, but really, really easy to use, okay? So I want to be sensitive. Everybody's time, so it's 10.35. So we'll stop now, but does anybody else have any other? Trina? Yes. Okay, so Trina was asking if somebody already has a clear view system, can they upgrade it? And the answer is yes and no. So what that means... <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Trina's, Trina's in, the, in the school environment. And so like a good student, the teacher says something, she starts to write it down. As soon as I said yes and no, she stops writing. She looks at me like, what do you mean by that? Okay, so what I mean by that is if your system... Okay, so let me clarify. They have a, this is a Generation 2 technology. Generation 2 has been out for about four years. And then before that, they had Generation 1 technology, okay? So the Generation 2, yes, you can upgrade it, okay? Generation 1, they're still mapping the coordinates of what G1 systems will be, can, can be upgraded and what ones can't because it depends on what version of software they have in their system. So we haven't defined it yet. Like, okay, if you have these four versions, you can upgrade. If you have these three versions, it's not upgradable. So we just don't know yet. So if it's a G2, four years or newer, yes, absolutely. If it's a G1, it's kind of a hit and miss. So just call me and I can come out, put on the speech capability, and you'll know in like three minutes. Oh, yeah, it works. You know, so, okay, Sasha. So what Sasha's talking about, when I helped out Sasha a couple years ago with her system, uh, worked with her rehab counselor to get her set up, and she's asking about the warranty. Okay, so on the warranty, you just 
call me. The system has a three-year warranty, parts and labor. If you ever have a question, I have a cell phone. It's never turned off. So sometimes my clients will call me at 730 in the morning. It might be, you know, 630 at night. So if you ever have a question, you don't have to worry about, hey, my mom and dad bought it for me. Do I have to call my mom and dad? Just call me. You know what I mean? Just pick up the phone and give me a shout out. John, I've got a question. Can you stop by next week or so? And I just want to have some more time with you. I got a few questions, you know, so. Okay, Trina. Okay, great question. Trina was asking if it can save images. I said yes, and she was asking how many. And what's cool, it depends on the size of my SD card, okay, or my uh, memory card, my flash card. So, and what's cool, the price of uh, memory is so inexpensive, you know, I, I just, I, I got a, a, a memory card about four or five weeks ago, and I don't remember what size it was, how much it was, but it was like, I don't know, 10 or 20 bucks, and it was, it probably hold, you know, 50 books or, or something like that. It was, it was massive. It, it was more memory than I would ever, ever, ever need in my wildest imagination, probably. But it was so cheap. Yes. No, that's okay. Good questions. Uh, so that's a good question. So Trina's asking, the one I just helped her with a few weeks ago, it will interface with an iPad, and she's asking this one. Um, so let me clarify. What The answer is yes. Okay, so what that means is if it has an advanced feature pack. Okay, so I don't want to get technical, but an advanced feature pack will let me have the capabilities of being able to have it interface with my computer. So what that means is, if I'm reading, I'm checking my emails, I tap a button, I can see 100% screen of my computer information so I can see all my emails. Then I want to go back and I want to read the recipe book or I want to read the sports page. Okay, the morning paper, I just tap the same button again and I see 100% of my text. So, yes, you could see what's on your iPad image. You could transition back easily with the tap of a button and you can see your history book or whatever you're looking at. So, okay, really good question. That's why I'm glad they're recording this. So, yes, great question. So what she's asking is, if I have a system that's a couple years old, G2, Generation 2, and I didn't need an advanced feature pack three years ago, can I get the advanced feature pack now? Yes. And what's cool about the Optic being able to be upgraded, let's say Sasha buys a new microwave oven, and then she finds that's got a new cooking capability on the new version two years from now. She can't go down and upgrade her microwave oven. You know, if I have a really, really cool uh, sports watch, and now it has a new capability three years from now. I can't upgrade my sports watch, but I can upgrade my Optelec. So that's a really, really nice system. The other thing is they're very durable, very rugged. Uh, I've done this 22 years. I remember the Northridge earthquake roughly, what, 15 years ago. I had 12 systems fall at my clients' homes. And I don't bet, but I would bet 50 bucks right now in a heartbeat. If I push this system over on the floor, this Optelec, this G2, is not going to work because it's going to jar a connection loose. So the Northridge earthquake, my wife from Peru, Sonia, says that was a strong earthquake. I had systems falling over block walls, chimneys, parts of homes. And I thought, out of 12 systems, well, that's a three-foot free fall. It, you know, it's flying out three feet, falling three feet in the air. How many are going to work okay? Three or four, maybe five if I'm lucky. Ten of the 12 were perfectly fine. So they're really rugged, very durable, very well built. So great questions. Okay. Let's take two more questions. I want to be sensitive to everybody's time. Two more questions. Yes, sir. Okay, great question. Will it save files as DAISY or MP3? I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it's still new, but I can find out. See me afterwards, and I can, you know, give you a call Monday. Sure. Yes. 
Um, let me check on that because I just made a note of my phone yesterday or Thursday, and I don't have it memorized yet. But I know I can answer that question right now when, I, when we're done talking. I've got it saved. So, okay, so that will be one of two questions. Last question. That's, that's all right. We'll, we're not going to get legalistic here. All right, so the question was, how portable is this desktop system? It's very portable for Arnold. For everybody else, no. <laughs> okay, because it, it's like saying, it, let's just say it weighs 50 pounds. Let's round off numbers. It's probably, you know, I don't know how much it weighs. But the point is, it's not, it, it is what I, what's nice, let me answer that question. Um, I'm not going to be moving it around the house. So it's like, in other words, the analogy I use is, Sonia and I, we could unplug the stereo tonight from the living room, take it to the you know, bedroom, listen to music tonight, and then take it back to the kitchen in the morning so I can listen to the stereo in the morning in the kitchen. But a stereo, it's, it's luggable, but I'm not going to be doing it. Now, what's nice on the Optelec, let's say, this is where it's really nice, let's say I want to go down to San Diego for Christmas, I want to go up to Big Bear for a Fourth of July weekend. What's nice, the system, instead of lugging some big old huge 60-pound system, 50-pound system, what's nice with the Optelec, I can take the monitor off, put it in the backseat of the car, I can pick up the base, put it in the backseat of the car, bam, I can go away for four or five days. So I'm not going to be moving around the house probably during the weekend or the week, but if I want to go away for four or five days, I can take the monitor off, put it in the car, take the base, put it in the car, and go. That's it. Yes, sir. I'm going to let this gentleman go because he hasn't asked a question yet. Okay, good question again. So his, his question was how do you update the software? How do you do the software updates? Yeah, how do you do the OCR soft date? Uh, the OCR software updates. Boy, that's a tough one to say. <laughs> uh, all you do is simply call me once a year and ask me, and then I just send it to you, or I can stop by and install it. But it's simple and easy. You take out the CF card, put in the new CF card, and it's got it. So it's really, really easy. You could do it yourself in like literally 40 seconds. Yeah. Okay. I want to let you and I can talk about that separately. So, okay. Um, she's asking, how do you actually interface with an iPad? Because that's more of a technical question. So, okay. So here's a quizzer. Would I ever say always or all? No. No. Yeah, it, it just depends. Because I'm going to say it just depends on that separate software device. You know what I mean? And so I don't want to say, oh, yeah, it'll work with all the Apple and iPod. You know. Yeah, uh, iOS 7, I'm just not sure yet. But I can find out on Monday. Okay, so the question is, can you scan multiple pages at one time? Yes and no. So what I mean by that is, yes, it will let you scan as many pages as you want, but you have to just wait a second, you know, for it to scan that page. And then you just simply tap the screen, scans another page, simply tap it again, you know what I mean? So you can scan 15 pages in, I mean, hardly at all. And then you sit back and relax and read all 15 pages to you. Or you can save those 15 pages and then you can transfer it to your laptop or whatever. So it's really, it's quite amazing actually. So, okay, uh, last call. Any other questions? I just want to be sensitive to everybody's time. So um, we started a few minutes late, so I figure we'll go a few minutes afterwards. So, okay, uh, any other questions? Okay, so, so Robin was asked where to go now, and, and now the conference is in the big room to our right, okay? And it goes till I think, 3 o'clock, okay?